Hello everyone and welcome back to the Hamster Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we're here with Jonathan West of Ivataz. How's it going? I'm good, how are you? Good. So let's get into this a little bit. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and the business. Uh, so I've been doing IT support for 17 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked for a bunch of uh, MSPs and a couple of different industries, healthcare, manufacturing, yeah. over the course of time. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I decided that it was time for me to go into business for myself. Yeah. Um, so I just joined a bunch of chambers of commerce and started developing a customer base. Um, I'm also a member of a BNI group in Wyndham. Okay. And uh, just through word of mouth and referrals, I got my you know my base clientele. Um, I do direct technology support for executives, so mostly I've got the owner of a company who calls me when they need some kind of IT support. Um, what makes me different is unlike most IT companies that have like a monthly contract fee with like an annual or triannual contract. Um, I do everything based on retainer. So basically somebody buys a block of hours for me. They last forever. They use them at their whim, whether we determine a schedule of use or they just call me when they need help. Yeah. Uh, and then when their retainer hours are up, they re-up their hours if they want to continue to work with me. No contract, no obligation. And, uh, you know, I've got a uh, couple of offices, doctors, dentist offices, um, a, a small manufacturing facility, a limousine service with 60 vehicles. Nice. And I do all the technology questions and research and implementation for these companies. So if they need a new computer, if they need new cables installed, if they want to change an aspect of their network, whether it's adding Wi-Fi or making it more secure, including some kind of data backup solution. Um, you know, I train their staff, I help them come up with a plan on how to implement it, roll it out to the, to the operations of their company. Um, and it's, it's been pretty good about two years now that I've been doing it. And, uh, I was really excited to get into business for myself and things have been really great. Yeah. So why the step into entrepreneurship? Because that's a big step for a lot of people. Um, when you go from working for someone mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. You know, there's a lot that goes into that decision. So mm-hmm. kind of what, mm-hmm. what was that about? So uh, my last couple of not self-employment gigs, mm-hmm. um, you know, I worked for a company for a year or two years, kind of brought their technology up to a self-sustaining level and then they decided that they didn't need IT services anymore and so I moved on to the next one uh, and this is kind of normal for the industry uh, but I decided that it wasn't for me you know I'm, I'm a millennial by age but I've got a little bit of that previous generation in me like I wanted to work at a place be there for a long time, work my way up the chain, you know what I mean? But you just can't do that anymore in today's employment environment. And so the last time that I, you know, got a company to self-sufficiency and left, I decided, you know, no more of this one year, two year hopping (laughs) place. You know, I can consult for these companies that I'm working for. Mm Um, and it can be as temporary or as permanent a basis as they want. They don't need to bring me on as an employee i don't need to be there full time they don't need to worry about my benefits you know companies a lot of companies especially if they're not in the it segment they just want a guy that they can call when they've got a question hey is this legit is this email something i need to worry about i heard about this technology what's your opinion you know they they want like a a google in a person you know 
uh, and they want somebody who understands what their business is leveraging. And what happens today with these contract IT companies is, you know, you're paying a guy 750 bucks a month. You don't ever call him. He never calls you unless some emergency happens. Yeah. And then when that emergency happens, you got to send in an email, call an 800 number, you get some guy on the phone or response via an email, person who has no idea about who you are, <laughs> what your business is. Yeah. They're scurrying through some kind of documentation to figure out, okay, what technologies do we support, do we not support for this particular client? You know, I don't do any of that stuff. You know, If I installed it, if I didn't install it, if it's a technology that I'm familiar with or something that I'm going to have to do some self-education to support you for, I, you know, I get involved, I, I understand the business technology, and I make sure that I can support it no matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's something from 15 years ago that nobody's manufacturing anymore, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, there's information out there, um, and I learn it, I teach it to them so that they're able to kind of self-sustain, and they only need to call me in when they really need help, Yeah. You know? so. Yeah, well, you, you just brought up a point that's pretty interesting, because um, the the changes in technology from the last 15 years mm -hmm. that's a, that's a lot you know it some is. people may not think that's a big change but you know 15 years ago you know we didn't even really have cell phones yet yep you know that was cuz i'm 31 now so mm -hmm. I, I get what you mean i'm kind of on like the on front the end of what's a millennial <laughs> yeah. right um so i'm kind of i don't know old school millennial whatever but that's a big change because mm -hmm. when I was growing up we didn't have cell phones we didn't have any of the technology right. we do now yeah. and, and all pay this, phones and yeah. you know answering machines my dad and, had a pager yep, you know yep. so like and we still had one of those rolled rotary phones for fun mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. but jump 15 years that's a huge amount of technology and variations and all stuff so that's pretty cool to be able to you know kind of work within that yeah <laughs> with that field yeah. yeah and i mean the greatest thing like the best experiences i have are 90 percent of what i do is educating mm -hmm. so when i sit down with a guy who's been running his tax preparation business for 30 years and it's you know it's you know mostly on paper he's got like one application that's like government based you know and he's just been operating that way and everything's going great. And, uh, you know, I run into him and he and I have a conversation. And I talk about what I could do to make his job more efficient. You know, you don't need to spend 60 hours doing data entry and all this stuff. There's tools and apps and features that you can use to kind of make things a little more efficient. Take five hours training him on how to use the programs he's already got more efficiently. Yeah. You know, oh, this feature that came out five years ago, you know, but he's kind of operating the program from the, you know, 1999 version in his mind, you know, so none of the new features he's even aware of, you know, Outlook, you know, Word, yeah. you know, just basic stuff. You know, a, a three to five hour session and this guy is like, he's amazed. He's like yeah. ready to use Facebook, and, you know, all this kind of stuff, you know. Uh, my mother, she's starting a, an acupuncture business. Mm-hmm. You know, but she's in her 60s, and she's used to the concept of, like, brick and mortar. Yeah. She used to make, like, soaps and lotions and sell mm -hmm. them in little stores and stuff, yeah. you know, gift shops and stuff. So now she's doing this acupuncture business, and she's, like, you know, spent the last five years getting educated and certified and going through all this rigmarole to get it started. Yeah. And uh, she's got no idea, like, how to grow a customer base, you know. Mm -hmm. So I just spent 
an hour and a half at our house showing her how to use like Facebook groups, how you post to different groups so yeah. that people can, you know, and, you know, post recommendation responses and all the stuff that Facebook is doing now to cause interaction between people, like how mm-hmm. to utilize it as business. Yeah. And she was astounded and she picked it up right away and now she's posted like every day and I'm like, way to go, mom, you know? That's like, funny. That's, and, uh, and that's what I do. You know, I just, uh, I educate people and try to make it so that the work that they do, the lives that they live, whether it's their personal life or their business life, they're taking advantage of everything that's available to them, you know? Yeah. So. That's pretty cool. So, there must be a little bit of stress in there, though. Because if you were, essentially, if businesses are relying on you for these recommendations and this knowledge, mm-hmm. a little bit of stress there to, one, make good recommendations, and then kind of be up to time, and I guess just have that knowledge and information, mm-hmm. that could be kind of... I mean, for some, maybe. Um, I mean, it comes, I guess, with being like a nerd. <laughs> I, uh, I started building computers when I was eight years old. Yeah. I was doing, you know, programming at 11, um, ad hoc networking before Windows 98 SE came out, so networks weren't really a thing in the U.S. yet. Yeah. Uh, when Wi-Fi technology first, like, hit the scene before it was really out in the consumer market, I was mm. building little Wi-Fi nodes at home for my family to use, and it was like you know, crazy futuristic technology, you know? Like, so it's just, I stay ahead of the curve when it comes to the knowledge base of the technology that I use yeah. because it's just part of my culture, you know? Yeah. I'm constantly educating myself. I was partially homeschooled throughout mm-hmm. my high school years. Uh, so I, I developed that self-discipline and kind of the drive to just constantly want to be on top of my game when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, because I'm a nerd and I, I love technology and yeah. I, I literally get that, like, heart-pounding excitement when I'm, like, learning about some new aspect or, like, when multi-threading came out in CPUs and I was, like, researching, like, the physical, physical architecture of the chip and how multi-threading functions, it was, like awesome like you know so obviously i try to keep it dumbed down for the audience that i work with but you know me i've got two brothers who are also in the technology field you know one's a coder one's a hardware guy kind of a mix of both and we're all like crazy nerds together getting you know we go to each other's houses we've got like business class networks in our houses that we use just for fun yeah you know that's funny so uh, it doesn't. It doesn't really get stressful. I think the biggest stress is if I'm dealing with someone who gets easily frustrated with the technology. That can be stressful. Okay. You know? And I've got to manage to take a step back, get the person to take a breather, and kind of try to re-engage at like a neutral level. You know? Yeah. Which it yeah. happens, but yeah, because I've I've seen that a few times. Because <laughs> um, I'm not a good with technology, mm-hmm. so. It, but even from where I am, where I'm not great at it, but I kind of understand the basics of, you know, talking to someone who knows nothing can be very frustrating. <laughs> so I can only imagine if it's, like, your passion and you're like, why do you not get this? Oh, yeah. Because a lot of, you know, older entrepreneurs, you know, they've worked in corporate for their entire existence, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, I retired. I want to start a business. How do I use the internet? Yeah. <laughs> you know, how do I implement some technology yeah. and you're like, Ooh, okay, yep. <laughs> let's, <whew. laughs> and then, so I can understand that being frustrating. Yeah. So. You know, and, but a lot of times 
it just comes down to that education yeah. piece again because if I spend an hour and kind of get the person to understand the basics you know because all programs kind of come down to just like basic fundamentals but yeah. like how they operate mm -hmm. and if if that fundamental information clicks in your mind mm -hmm. everything else just you know it's suddenly yeah. so much easier you know yeah. uh, and so it's just getting to to that one spot you yeah know? and then they're pretty good going after that yeah you know? i definitely I, I agree with you there um way different topic but i used to dance so i used to teach people how to dance you mm -hmm. know was, uh, like latin ballroom all that stuff me too oh perfect yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you will understand this yeah, um, i'm 50 percent cuban so it's kind of like in my blood oh so am i that's, that's oh, really funny nice. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um that's actually really funny um so yeah so was I going with this? So, so you understand once you learn the basics, everyone's like, "Oh, I don't know how to dance," and I'm like, "Well, fine. We'll teach you the steps." Right. And then once you learn the steps, you learn like kind of your balance, and you learn the yeah. little pieces, and all of a sudden, dancing just becomes so much easier. Oh yeah, and people so then, want to flourish and all. Yeah, you know, so. and then you start like you're not following steps anymore. You're just you're dancing. You're yeah. doing things, and you're like, "Oh, let's try this," and no, oh, that didn't work. So let's <laughs> laugh about it and do something else. You know. So yeah. it's I think kind of a similar, similar idea. Yeah, there, I yeah. mean, I think all of life it comes down to just mastering the fundamentals, yeah. and people, you know, once you click in this one thing, it makes that aspect of life so much easier. And I yeah. feel like. I mean, just, you know, going from adolescence to adulthood, yeah. you know, there are just a couple of things that click. When you get to the point where you have children, you know, like raising children, the whole lifestyle change that brings, you know, there are <laughs> yeah. things that just at, at a moment you look back and you're like, I don't know when that clicked, you know, but it did. And yeah. like, I'm living this life as yeah. an adult with a, you know, a child of my own, and, yeah. you know. And, you know, our age, right? You're 31, I'm 34. We're yeah. just like at that mark where it's kind of <laughs> like... You know, this is kind of amazing. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. So. That's pretty good. So we're looking to take everything in the future. Uh, well, so in 2018, mm -hmm. um, you know, consulting and providing technology services, mm -hmm. you know, is where I started. And I love doing that, but I, I wanted to do something that was a little more permanent. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, I partnered with a company in Connecticut and a software developer in New York came up with this platform that I call Data Horizon. Okay. Uh, basically, it's a physical box that I put in your office, and I put a piece of software in your computer, you know, so you've got this computer here. Mm -hmm. Let's say this is the computer that you run your whole business on. It's yeah. got all your video files, all your client information, mm -hmm. all your CRM information, you know. If you're a tax preparer, there's a bunch of programs related to your business that all sits on a computer. Mm -hmm. A lot of companies have a server in their office, and multiple people are accessing a database of information on that singular server that sits in their office. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, uh, you know, I do a lot of maintenance support for that kind of hardware, you know, yeah. update the operating system. Uh, make sure they've got any virus, you know, do the scans, you know, clean it up, disk fragmentation, all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, but what I noticed was that a lot of companies, uh, when it comes to data backup or disaster recovery, they either have nothing in place. Like, basically, if you're a company with 50 or fewer employees, there's like a cost-benefit analysis that you have to take into account about do I put in all these redundancies yeah. and, and have cloud backup and all this kind of stuff? Uh, and a lot of them choose not to, you know, just the, the, the cost of benefit isn't there, you know, 
the question that they ask themselves, like, can I be down for 24 hours? Like, how much money do I lose if I'm down for 24 hours? Yeah. And uh, so I, I developed this product. Uh, basically, it does data backup for, you know, a, a server, a computer, or everything in the office. You know, it's got a scale. Um, but it also does local and cloud backup and virtualization. Okay. So basically, you've got that server. Everybody's operating. If that server breaks, everybody's going to go home until that server's fixed again, right? Because yeah. everybody needs to operate on that program. My box sitting next to that server is constantly watching that server. New data getting created, it copies over to that device. Mm -hmm. And if that server stops functioning, it just takes the click of a button, and six seconds later, that box is now your server. Hmm. On the network, all the links on your network, yeah. you know, believe that your server's still up, even though the server actually went down, my machine is now your server. And so people can keep on operating, you can call the tech guy, get that server fixed, and then, you know, revert it once everything is, yeah. you know, back up and running, and none of your employees will ever notice that there was even any downtime, you know. Um, this comes into a play in a lot of different ways because especially with like all the natural disasters that have been going on yeah. around the country. So fire, flood, ransomware attack, you know, on your data, you know, yeah. all that stuff. The traditional methods for preventing uh, are only so limited. Like yeah. a lot of people have carbonite, you know, or, or a similar type of data backup solution, mm -hmm. you know, copies your files into a folder on the internet for 50 bucks a year. Which is great <laughs> if you only need your files, right? Yeah. But if you're running a database, it's based on an application. Uh, and so you've got the files for that database, but you got to rebuild your server, you got to install that application again, then you got to load that data back into the application yeah. to get it ready. And God knows how long that takes. Yeah, wow. Right. Yeah. So my system, because it does file and image level backup, um, all of that is negated. You know, it basically every 30 minutes, it captures everything, you know. So the most data you could ever lose on my platform is the last 30 minutes of interaction. You know, if 29 minutes ago, ransomware started infesting your computer, you know, you're going to go to the 30-minute segment prior to that infection, you know. Yeah. But my system automatically detects and stops backing up when ransomware gets hmm. in the system. Yeah. Regular file backup, even cloud-based solutions don't do that. Yeah. So like your carbonite backup can get infected by ransomware. Hmm. Um, and there are a lot of, you know, products and services out there. Um, but I think bringing it all into one product yeah. You know, there's a physical box, it's local, it's in the cloud. Yeah. I've got nine data centers on six continents that that duplicate all of your data. So, like, if the internet goes down on the East Coast, like what happened back in 2006, yeah. I can spin up the server in El Paso, and all the applications and services are up and running, whether you have access to the internet or not, whether your building has access to yeah. the internet or not. You know? Pretty cool. Uh, even if my physical device gets burnt up in the fire, you know, because it is constantly sending a stream of incremental data back to the cloud, I can spin up your entire environment in the cloud as an immediate response to some kind of disaster. 
So it just covers all the basis for disaster recovery and, yeah. and business continuity solutions. And so, and it's pretty inexpensive compared to what's available out there. You know, you've yeah. got these really cheap options that uh, have, you know, limitations. Yeah. You have really expensive options because basically it's, you know, have a copy of every single piece of hardware that you own, yeah. you know, redundancy. And that can be really expensive. This kind of sits in the middle. You can have one device be redundant for all your devices. Yeah. And it does all the backup all in one service. You know? Yeah. So, and it's just one device, one simple monthly license fee. And that comes with my support for the products that are being backed up on okay. that. You know, so if you've got a server and I'm backing up your server, I do the support for your server on top of you having bought my box. You know? Cool. So. And that's the the new thing that I'm going towards. I kind of launched it September 27th. Uh, uh, I've got a a decent amount of bytes on it. Uh, Two or three clients are already on the platform. And I'm just working on getting awareness out on that product line. Because once people know about it, uh, I think people will be interested, especially like home-based businesses. You've got QuickBooks got all your client information, probably all your tax forms from the last decade, all on that one computer. And you think, oh, you know, I've got the backup on the drive and all that kind of stuff. But making it so that in six seconds, your whole business and your whole life continues to operate, it's a little bit better than what's out there right now. So that's what I've been doing. That's pretty cool. (laughs) That's impressive. A little long-winded, I know. No, that was perfectly fine. Um, A lot of entrepreneurs and business owners that listen to this are going to find that interesting because even I was like oh that'd be great for my other business <laughs> right you know I mean it's just and people don't think about it until they hear about it for that first time mm-hmm. and because ransomware is such a thing now yeah. um, you know basically 60% of all businesses will experience a ransomware attack in the next two years mm-hmm. uh, in 2016 it went from it went from in 2016 a ransomware attack happening every two minutes. Mm-hmm. Now one happens in the United States every 20 seconds. Yeah, so it's it's now a matter of when, not if. And so, the average 10 employee business will save $89,000 in implementing a recovery solution to their business when they have this system in place. That's the basic yeah. calculation that, it, you know, the average business saves $89,000 yeah. a year. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's huge. Um, <laughs> and it costs nowhere near that much. Yeah. So, you know. That's good. I like um, that. So people that want to learn a little more about all of this, what do they reach out to you? Uh, so I've got a website, ivitastech.com. Um, there's a lot of information on my Facebook, Consult Ivitas, mm-hmm. uh, you know, facebook.com slash Consult Ivitas. Uh, or they can call me direct. Um, you know, basically all my clients and service individuals that I work with, uh, they get my cell phone number. They call me direct. There's no 800 line. There's no waiting. I'm available 24 seven. Um, so, you know, if someone wanted to reach out to me, you know, my number is 603-793-1454, uh, text or call. I can explain, uh, anything that I talked about here or any technology that they might be interested in. Uh, and I always do you know, initial free consulting up to an hour, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll answer some basic questions that you have, you know, you've Googled it, seems a little confusing. Call me, I'll answer your question. Yeah. No charge, you know, and the next time you look and upgrade your Wi-Fi, maybe you'll call me, you know. Um, 
And so the website has a ton of information on there um, as well, a lot of documentation on there, PDFs you can download with a lot of external information. Uh, and then the Facebook, I've, I post three times a day on the Facebook with external resources with information about you know data backup, business continuity, ransomware yeah. protection, all the stuff that I talked about. Yeah. You know, because I want to make sure that people are educated and even if they're not on my platform using my service, I'd rather they've got something than nothing. Yeah. You know? So I put a lot of information out there on the Facebook to make sure that people are up to speed. You know? Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This oh, has been a lot of fun. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity. Okay. So everyone, thank you so much for watching. Uh, everyone be good and definitely reach out and see how they can essentially help protect your business. <laughs>